name's Aaron. And he had a master plan. He had a friend. His name's Merlin. And that's where it all began. Complete recovery. Welcome to another completely delicious episode of The Complete Story. I'm Chuck Krivanik. And I'm Miles Jensen. And today we have the great pleasure of speaking with Adam Raditz, uh, General Manager of Cuisine Unlimited, and catering and special events uh, here in the studio with us in beautiful Taylorsville, Utah. How are you doing today, Adam? Wonderful. Thank you for having me. Uh, we're, glad, we're glad you're here. Uh, as I was saying before we went live here, very uh, interested and excited to get to know you. So why don't you just start out by telling us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Yeah. I, so I was born in California. I moved here at a young age, probably six years old or so. And I have a family of four siblings, two parents. I've got an older brother, younger brother, and a younger sister. And I attended West Jordan Middle and High School, so kind of on the west side here in Utah. And I've really didn't ever get my start into my career until I was about 21 or 22 years old in the food industry. I had done a bunch of different jobs out there in the world and never really found anything that I was passionate about until I ran into Cuisine Unlimited. And what's funny is I, I landed I landed the job with Cuisine Unlimited way back then from my parents, who I'll get into all of that later on, but my parents actually worked for the company when they moved here from California. So when I was a young you know, kid at five years old, mm. They, they were actually working for Maxine and Marvin Turner, and it's pretty crazy that I've kind of made a full circle back into the company. But uh, so so anyways, before all that, I I have a wonderful wife. We've been married this year. will be five years. Congratulations. And thank you. We have two beautiful children, Theo, who's almost four. He's three and a half right now, and he's our oldest son. And then we have a daughter, Gracie Jo, that we just welcomed in the, into the world February 10th. Awesome. Congratulations. Congratulations. So, yeah. so we, are, we are a small, wonderful family and just enjoying life as much as we can. And so, yeah. So anyways, jumping back into the career I, I've, I've got with the food industry, I, I started back in 2007 and what I'll, what attracted you to the food industry in particular so let, i'll be straight up honest with you it was a it it was a part-time job that i wanted to have while i was going to school because i was working full-time before i was doing so many different jobs like uh, my mom was a recruiter for manpower way back mm. when right and so she had all these temporary jobs that i was getting a feel for this and that and realized very quickly some jobs i didn't like some jobs i did and then I was doing some revisions of like high value home inspections before I started with Cuisine Unlimited. So again, like all over the, all over the map. And as a kid in high school, I wanted to be an architect. And so that segue with doing appraisals and being on the back end was something that I was really excited about at one point. But for some reason, uh, I left that job because I wanted to go to school. Mm-hmm. And they didn't want me to go part-time. So I said, God, what am I going to find that's part-time that I can still make money and go to school? 
And that's when my parents said, you should, you should really look into this catering company. This is something that you, you're well aware of that you probably have forgotten about that we did when we started, you know, and I, I said, okay, let me give it a try. So I gave him a call, had an interview and I, I met Maxine and Marvin again as an adult and really, I, I did really well with the interview. They even asked me to come and work that night. Oh, wow. <laughs> the first <laughs> night of an event. So it was, it was a perfect segue into the business. Like, you know, the need for people and just what, what the business is. I just stepped up and, and took over was like, yeah, sure. I'll be there. Let's wow. do it. And so what did you do that first night? So it was a wedding up at Red Butte Garden. All right. Kelly Martin, who I love her dearly. She's one of our clients with Choice Humanitarian. Um, she was actually one of our captains at the time. And she took me under her wing and showed me everything that I needed to know. I was super nervous, but <laughs> really just got out there and did what I needed to do and performed. And I just kind of excelled from there. So that's what I, I remember it clearly exactly what I did and where I went. And it was one of those moments where I went, this is really cool. This is really exciting. And part time, you don't think that you can make a career out of something, especially it being your first day, but it hit me that, Hey, I really am interested in this and I like it. That's awesome. What were you going to school for at the time? So I, I was just trying to get some general studies under my belt. So I really didn't have quite the path laid out. Like most people, you know, I, I was just wanting to go and try to get some further education, mm -hmm. doing some general studies, picking you know, this and that. So like, yeah, it was, but I realized that school wasn't for me. It wasn't something that I was passionate about doing. I just wanted to better myself and learn more, but I just felt like I, I kept coming at a roadblock. I, I had tuition that I had to pay for and rent that I was paying for and so many things that I, I just went, God, oh, I don't know. I'd rather just work and try to work up within a company than try to keep continuing this. Mm. And, and it's not really a, something I would recommend to anybody to do. I think <laughs> that if you're, if you have a path and you want to stick with it, stay in school, Yeah, but school may not be for everybody. And for yeah. me, that's kind of what it is. Your schooling sounds like it's been your on job training and, and the stuff you're learning internally, obviously where you're at today, you've clearly from where you've started and where you've where you are today, you've learned a ton and you've grown. So exactly. And that I, I have to think, you know, the being in the field, working many jobs and getting that on site experience really is different than sitting in a classroom. And that just was a much better way of learning for me because mm -hmm. I'm also a visual learner, you know, and, and in school, I, I always hated reading the, the textbooks and all the things that you had to do and go into the test and you're all nervous <laughs> and whatever. But out here, it's like you learn by trial and error. There's things that happen and it's like if you fail, what are you going to do to correct that moving mm. forward? And that's a lot of how I like to operate, not necessarily failing all the time. But once you correct things, you get into a rhythm, things become very natural and things start to succeed mm. and you can do it really well. And that's what I've always loved about working rather than being in the classroom is there's so much hands on experience that yeah. you can gain and knowledge that you can take with you and make things better as you go. So. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm a little interested to hear kind of how that progression um, through that first day of you learning a, a, an event to what you do today. And I'd love, maybe you can tell us about what you do today and maybe that journey to get you to where you are at. Sure. Yeah. And this is something that has been a story of mine that I cherish because it's, it's definitely what I, what I wanted as far as not going to school and being passionate about something and Hey, what can I learn to just work my way up to be successful? And so, yeah, I, I really enjoyed working that first night. And then I, I thought, God, well, how does all this stuff get here? How do we, how is all this stuff prepared? I mean, somebody has got to have this all dialed in. Mm -hmm. So we have all this equipment that goes to this event and everything's just like smooth running. So after a few events that I had worked, I was asked to come and help in the warehouse as like a packing warehouse associate where all of the equipment is stored. And that's who gathered the equipment based on a list that they would put together and send out. So in doing that, that's where I found like this passion of I'm really good at putting stuff like that together, you know? Yes, working the events, one thing, but I really enjoyed the back end, like the mm. logistical side of it to where I was offered a full-time job while going to school. I was like, okay, can you be flexible with my hours? And then all of a sudden here I am working a full-time job in the warehouse and doing events and just kind of learning every little piece mm. that I can to know about what it takes to provide this equipment for catering, how to provide great service. How can I be an example to anybody, you know? And so really at at that point i had worked there for about a year still going to school and the one thing that i was dreading was the conversation that my boss presented to me saying i'm moving on i'm asking you to step into this position do you want it and i'm like oh i I was 20 i think i was 22 at the time and super nervous because there were people in there that were like twice my age you know I'm, i'm a young kid never really managed before Mm -hmm. and it was nerve wracking, but it was also an opportunity that I saw this is going to improve my life. This will help me in any situation that I want to go into or any direction that I want to go. And I said, okay, well, I would really like some time to have you train me, go through this process. And he showed me the inner workings of everything on the back end in the warehouse, taking it out to an event, how to talk to people, how to manage people, you know, those sort of things. Uh, we, we had a conversation with HR so that I was able to be well-versed on how to talk to people and how to have these conversations. So that's kind of where that started. Mm. And then from there, it was me just developing better processes, better systems, better, better ways to make things more successful. Also in increasing our inventory to take on more events and Hey, what can we do to grow this thing? And I had done that for a few years and decided like, God, I'm really into this. This is, this is working out. And I had other, other dreams of like, Hey, well, there's multiple parts to this company other than just the warehouse and working the event. Like who puts together all the decor, who puts together all the design, who puts together these buffet layouts, who does this stuff? So we had an event coordinator department that was responsible for all of that. So like me, I start asking questions, diving into it, figuring out like, hey, I would really like to do this. Okay, well, you've got your job here. Who are you going to hire to take take that on from you? And I'm like, oh, well, let me work that out. And so I think it was a couple months later where I decided, yeah, this is, I'm, I'm going to hire this manager. I'm going to manage this person, but I'm also going to do this event coordination. Mm-hmm. So I just started working my way through the company in these different areas and just learning every little 
bit and detail of an event and how it's produced. And eventually from there, I was, I was producing layouts on a party CAD program. We were, I was interacting with clients on site. We would go and do site visits where we'd be mapping out the space. We'd put together the layout for all the tables. Mm. And, you know, if it's a wedding, what the sequence of services and what you do from here and there. And it just really like opened my mind up to how the event industry is and catering. And it's just something that I loved and was a huge, it was like a huge part of me because like I was passionate about it. And so from there, I was asked by one of, one of the main bosses, one of the owners, his name is Jeff Turner, um, part of the four Turners that yeah. own Cuisine. Um, he said, hey, I'm looking for an operations manager. I need somebody to manage these people, the warehouse and everything, and put together a whole bunch of new processes so that we can make this thing a lot better. He's like, what do you think? And I'm going, Oh my gosh. I mean, yeah, that sounds <laughs> awesome. It's, it's, again, I was nervous, but, but no, I took on the challenge and we created that and we, we were able to manage multiple coordinators and a, in a staff of like eight people in the warehouse. And we were able to start doing some really cool, mm. incredible things. And, um, I, I just have to thank him. He's an awesome, awesome mentor for me. He was for the 12 years, um, that I was, I was with cuisine at that time. Um, and everything that I, I know today, I, I learned a lot from him and the Turners in general and just picking up on things and how we can improve things. And so that's where I kind of got that start and where I ended with, um, cuisine was I, I had, I had left cuisine in 2018 to, do a different venture. But really that 12 years that I was there, I, I soaked up as much knowledge as I can. And, and that's where I got my start with everything when it comes to managing the understanding of the inner workings of an mm. event. And so that's kind of, that was kind of the traction and progress of, man, you can hear the there. passion in your, you in your explanation. Did you use the words party CAD? Yeah, so that's a software that was like a AutoCAD program for architectural design. So I guess, you know, me wanting yeah, to be an yeah, architect in the circle, past, yeah. it's kind of a full circle. <laughs> Instead of it building a house, I'm putting tables on the floor and laying it out in that aspect. But no, it was pretty It was pretty cool. Um, there's definitely been some huge technology changes and, and so many different softwares that you can use to produce layouts now that you don't have to have this kind of ancient machine that we were using then. But but yeah, that that's kind of what where I got that, that like, I don't know, inkling to, I really want to make a career out of this yeah. and this is something exciting. And I, I did, and I, I pressed on in, in the food world and learned, you know, how to, how to handle all types of different scenarios, situations. And again, that trial and error, you create trainings around those things so that people can see things that have really happened in real time and you mm. put it to the test. And, um, I've, I've just kind of developed a few trainings that, really encompass some of those things that you really got to think on your feet when you're out there. You've got one shot to impress a client. Yeah. Like you've got to make sure that you succeed at this. And how are you going to do that for people that have never done this before? Mm. I've tried to produce a, a pathway for them to, that's fascinating to, to allow them to succeed and know the mistakes that were made and the, and the errors that may have happened and situations we were put in that, how did we overcome that and give people the confidence that you guys can do this just like we did, you know, yeah. but we want to give it to you up front. So you're a little bit more prepared than we were. Yeah, so that's awesome. And that's all about growing the business, right? Making yeah. things better and improving your processes. That's the, and that's huge to me. So now you mentioned that you left in 2018. So how did you wind up back? So that's a great question. <laughs> I I left to go uh, 
you know, my, my venture in food industry, I, I decided that I wanted to take a, a turn from the, the fine catering to selling some, you know, beer, corn dogs, whatever down, down at the Utah State Fair Park for a few years. And I worked for a company who, um, they, they had a contract down there for that. And part of them are my family. And it was really good to work with them for a few years. I left for whatever, you know, there's reasonings for that. I, and I, I really wanted to expand my, my knowledge in the food industry. And outside of catering, what it means to take on mass people and mass, you know, get gatherings as far as concessions and why I would want to do that, I don't know. But I'll tell you, the knowledge and experience I gained from it is incredible because it, you just think differently. Yeah. You know, you've got a line of people. How do you produce those people and get those people through the line much quicker? Do you have to add point of sales? What What do you need to do to regulate a line? And there's a lot of things that just you don't it's think about. It's a science. About. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it becomes a you science, don't, You don't think it? about for catering necessarily. So it was a whole different dynamic to the food industry that like was really good for me to, yeah. to gain knowledge on and being responsible for five kitchens and the health inspectors and all those things. I mean, we were doing pretty darn good. And so I'll just tell you how I wound up back at Cuisine. I received a phone call from Merlin and he said, hey, introduced himself, who he was. And he said that he was interested in purchasing Cuisine Unlimited because Maxine and Marvin, it was their time. They had built this company for over 40 years and did a great job at it. And it was their time, you know, their time to move on and retire Mm -hmm. and so they were looking for a new purchaser or somebody to buy the, the business. And Merlin called, and that's what he was talking to me about. And first off, he didn't say anything about me coming on board, right? Mm-hmm. All he said was, hey, Adam, I want to talk to you a little bit about this company I'm looking at buying, Cuisine Unlimited. And he says, I, I've heard your name there, and I just want to ask you a few questions. And I said, all right, I'm, I'm okay with that. So he starts asking me, mm-hmm. you know, who's this person? What does this person do? And all these things. I'm like, Oh yeah, I remember this. And we, I would give him the rundown of everything. And he said, well, you know, in, in looking at taking this company on, we're, we're looking at probably needing somebody to run the company. And again, no, there was an, there was an, no inkling that he was going to want me to do this. Right. So I said, okay, well, if you do that, you want to make sure that this person's got this experience. I'm sure you know this and just kind of talk to him about it. And at the end of the conversation, he said, well, I don't want to take up too much of your time, but would you be willing to meet with the three of us, which is him, Aaron and Dave Mm -hmm. to carry this conversation further? I said, sure, absolutely. So we had a zoom meeting and that's where I actually saw face to face. I shouldn't say that like over zoom where I saw Merlin, Aaron, Dave, kind of intimidating like oh my gosh there's these three (laughs) successful guys that they're looking at me and they want me to tell them about cuisine unlimited a company that i hadn't worked for for a few years you know and i'm out doing my own thing and um just i was in a totally different mindset right Mm -hmm. catering wasn't really on my mind um but i i talked to them about it they were asking some pretty good questions to where I said, so, so what are we, what are we doing here? What, what do you, what do you think this is? And they said, well, I think we're looking at you. We we're looking at you. If, if, if you're going to be the next person to help us run this thing or not. And they're like, would you be interested? And I'm like, well, yeah, definitely would be interested. You know, I got my footing at cuisine. I love cuisine and always have. Right. So 
I said, okay. And then it turned more into from a conversation about the business to right into like interview. Adam, what's your experience? What's this? So the whole mood shifted, which was, which was great. Like I, I thought it was awesome. And I, I just felt like overwhelmed in a good way that I can't believe these people are calling me, asking me to do this. Mm. You know, somebody that like lost track of schooling to work in this, in the catering world and the food industry. And that I've worked my way to where I am now and to have these people recognize who I am and like things that I've done for this company to, to want me to come and run it for them. Like, wow, what a cool feeling. Mm, And so, you know, we, we continued on the conversation. We, we spoke for God, it was a couple months, um, back and forth, nothing really set in stone though. You know, it was like, there's this potential, but who knows if it's happening. So it was like kind of this mystery that I was waiting to hear on for, for quite some time. And Miles is quite familiar <laughs> with that. Well, and, and, and I will say Merlin, I, I was talking to him and he was like, yeah, yeah, I'll get back to you soon. I didn't hear from him for like two weeks. And so I sent him a text message like, Hey, is everything good? He sends me this beautiful picture of a castle. I think he went to Europe, right? Yeah, yeah that's and, I, and I'm like, Oh, so this is why you haven't gotten back to me. <laughs> but I, you know, no, no problem. I, I just, yeah. I was just like, Hey, where are we at in this conversation? Yeah. And so there, cause they a, had you hooked, right? <laughs> well, well, yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was, I was <laughs> super intrigued, like going to, Hey, they kind of want me for this. Now I'm kind of invested. I want to, I want to figure out what this means. Cause I would love to do this. You know, this has always been a thing of mine. I've always mm-hmm. thought about that. Like, running a catering company and being being that person that's responsible for a lot of things sure it comes with stress and worry but i i think it's it's who i am like i really enjoy this industry and and the good part is is i've worked pretty much most of the jobs that entails catering right so it's like i know what i'm doing and i know how to talk to people and i know how to work these problems out which is, is it good. fair to say you became jeff turner <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if i could ever be jeff turner um you know i i love that guy like a brother um he and i we we've joked and talked about that for sure and and he <laughs> he was actually one of the first people i called when when merlin finally told me hey we we want to consider you as being the general manager he says i'm going to work up an offer for you and i'll send it over to you and so i had called jeff because first of all i was figuring out what was going on with like the sale and how this was Mm -hmm. happening and so he had told me a little bit about that and essentially yeah i said jeff i guess i'm i've become you in a sense because (laughs) i've taken your spot where you were in the same company you were at like just it was crazy to me um but to think about it that way it's interesting because i i truly feel like he's he's a great individual i have my own you know way of doing things sure um to say that i'm him you know maybe maybe not but to a sense yeah like he, he, he worked hard. He, he mm-hmm. coming from a family who started this company, you know, he was doing everything too. So he got the same inner workings that I kind of grew up with yeah, and, yeah. and learned. And so I guess you can say we, we got, we're on the same playing field. I just thought it was, was weird. And I asked him, I'm like, Hey, if this happens, would you be interested in coming back? And he looks at me, he's like, no, he's like, no, he's like, like, I, I've, I've had enough with catering. I, he, he, he's off doing some other cool things. And and I just said, okay, well, if I ever need to talk to you, you'll talk to me, right? Oh, of course. (laughs) But I guess, I guess him coming back, he, he definitely wasn't interested, but good for him, you know, and, and that, that's fine. But I, I don't think I'll ever leave 
the food catering world. It's just a part of me and who I yeah. am. So that's awesome. So what do you think right now? Uh, what are the biggest challenges in the catering business? So I think the pandemic right now, that's one Still. of the biggest ones. Yeah. I mean, we're seeing a big turnaround right now. There's a lot of people that are wanting to get out there. This year's looking to be like a 40 year record breaking year for weddings. Wow. And I think everybody's just wanting to get out there and excited to do that without having to mask up everybody who's been vaccinated or want to, right? Mm. Like we're feeling comfortable and confident that we can go out and have parties again and get back to the norm that we knew back before 2020. And that, that has still been a concern definitely and been something super difficult to get over. Um, and I would say trying to maintain the business in the food industry and hospitality in general, like we're, we're dealing with the staffing shortage, yeah. you know, that's yeah. everywhere. You guys yep. probably hear about that. And, and it's more so because, you know, catering, it's hard. We're having to compete and keep bringing the price up for people just to get people in there to help us serve plates, you know, and yep. that's been, that's been another challenge on top of the pandemic that I think came hand in hand mm. with, with it. Um, and so, the other thing is just trying to get back out there to venues and how they're loosening up on their COVID restrictions and allowing more people at their venues and not limiting the capacities anymore. Mm -hmm. And so we're seeing a good, a good change and a good direction, but it's still here. It's still happening. You know, it's still affecting us. We're seeing a change, but who knows, you know, yeah. January of this year, there was a mask mandate that happened and Sundance was canceled yeah. and that I affected that. all catering companies here yeah. in Utah. It was yeah. a huge impact in a negative way on us because you feel like we're just getting outside of that pandemic and then all of a sudden Boom. it just bam Boom. rocks you right all over yeah. again and so so those are some of the tough challenges we're facing and we are overcoming them as best we can definitely but um that yeah i would say that's the most challenging right now so adam i'm gonna i'm gonna go a little different direction sure. what are some of your hobbies and things that you like to do for fun outside of the food industry <laughs> Great question. So I grew up in a family who enjoys the outdoors. So my dad taught me how to fly fish at a very young age okay, and fishing in general. Um, but if it was between the two, it would be fly fishing on a river. I don't think I find any greater peace outside of being with my family than being on the river by That's myself. Awesome. Right. Like there's just something to the Zen about it that, yeah. I just, I can, I can escape everything and just be in the moment by myself for, and I could, I could tell, I could do it from sunup to what's, sundown. What's your favorite river? <laughs> you know? So here locally, I visit the Weber and the Provo just because they're close, you know, super close yeah. and produce decent fish, you know, um, but that, those, I love going to Montana, you know, here and there, Idaho's fun. Uh, I've got an uncle who's got property up in, up in Idaho near Driggs. And so the Teton or the Henry's Fork, yeah. you know, we like to do. And so the other thing I really enjoy is fly fishing the green. Okay. The green river is one of my, one of my favorites that you just can't beat it. You, awesome. you're, you're 50, 60 fish in a day, you know, that wow. you're just constant <laughs> that, and they're good fish, you know, and it's just a heck of a time when you're That's out awesome. there. But as, as a non-fisherman, I cannot even <laughs> imagine. Yeah. So it's like, you know, fishing goes hand in hand with camping and, and four wheeling, yeah, I, I you like know, camping. boating. I just uh, can't fish. <laughs> yeah. It's just, a, you know, and it's a thing not everybody enjoys, yeah. but again, it's like some people enjoy going and watching a play or something where yeah. that's not 
me. Yeah. I'd rather be out there doing that. So. I can That's definitely awesome. see the peace that goes along with it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, here's my question. is So Cuisine Unlimited is kind of a high, uh, a classy catering company, right? Yes. Tell me the most famous people or event that you catered oh, geez. You over the years. So, or one or two. I mean, so There's so many. For me... From. I mean, Sundance, I would have to say, is always high profile when it comes to celebrities and things like yeah. that. You know, um, I remember, I want to say it was either 2016 or 17, we did an event where there was many celebrities every single night that they were there for a specific film that they were in. And we had like a VIP area that we had to do food for them. And it was, you know, so many different people. Yeah. I've also catered, you know, where it's mass people, where there's... Um, table settings where there's a celebrity at each table, right, that are part of this whole collaboration with this group of people. And when you're formally serving, you know, all those people and these celebrities, you just got to make sure you're on top of your game. And, (laughs) you know, for the most part, I will say that some of them are very nice and polite. There are others that are very not that way. And it can we be want frustrating. Names. <laughs> I don't wanna I don't wanna spill okay. the beans on anybody right. who is who is negative, but yeah. you know, it it's just a interesting way of seeing how people really are and who they are, you know. I mean, here we are, we're taking care of them, you know, in the way of food and beverage service and just providing for this overall event for maybe them specifically. Mm-hmm. And there's a difference between people who are actually nice to you about it and then other people that treat you as if you're like on the lower spectrum of the human, you know, yeah. d- tripod or whatever. You're I don't know. It's You're a servant mm-hmm. to them. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and, and that's never cool. That's never yeah. fun. But, I mean, we've done a lot of things for the state, the governor. You know, I, I will say... My mom told me a story way back when she was working for Cuisine Unlimited. They had the pleasure of serving uh, George Bush, and she told me that it was a very, very interesting. He was very nice and polite, you know, serving the president. And uh, one interesting story is he said that uh, all he wanted was a glass of milk, and we didn't have they didn't have milk on the event. So what does my mom do? She ran to the Seven Eleven and grabbed some milk yeah. and made sure it was okay and and gave him his glass of milk. But I I'll never forget that. And those are some of the things she told me that I haven't had the privilege of serving the president. Sure, but yeah, but she she did. Yeah, not yeah. yet. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. But it's coming. But no, there's you know there's definitely some some well known people that we we get to serve and celebrities for this with the Sundance Film Festival, which is awesome. Oh. The correct answer, Adam, was everybody you serve is a celebrity. Everybody <laughs> we serve is a celebrity. I'll do your marketing here. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, Chuck, I think, uh, I think it's, it's time. time. Okay, Adam, at this point in our uh, podcast, what we do is uh, we play a little game called Chuck's Fast Five. So what I'm going to do is give you five pairs, pairings of words, and you just have to pick one. There's no right or wrong answer unless I say there is. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. It's uh, these are random words. Okay. Uh, baked or fried? Fried. Fried. Mm, interesting. Salt or pepper? Salt. Okay. Fresh or frozen? It's fresh. It's a good thing you said that. <laughs> <Yeah. one. laughs> but that comes after fried and salt. That's bad. <laughs> That's, That's true. Great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here comes uh, an interesting one. Machine wash or hand wash? Machine wash all the way. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the final one. 
Red Butte Gardens or USANA Amphitheater? Red Butte Gardens. That's right. That's where Cuisine Unlimited will be. Are you going to be there catering? <laughs> we again will be summer? for the 2022 concert series. We will be doing the concessions up there this year. Absolutely. Oh, awesome. Yeah, awesome. We're looking forward to it. Then I'll renew my membership. <laughs> That's awesome. Adam, this has been awesome. I've learned a ton about uh, cuisine and um, about you. So thanks for taking the time with sure. us. Yeah, yeah thank you. All right, and that's the complete story, and we're sticking to it. Uh, don't forget to check out all our great episodes on Anchor and Spotify, and and if you got a chance, go look us up on Facebook and like Complete Recoveries page there. Come.